Round Guy Radio Sports is brought to you by these great sponsors. Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Wayland State Bank, over 90 years of being community-minded, just like you. Located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. You need a reliable family car for you or your student. Buckwalder Motors and Wellman has your car. Hinshaw Trailer Sales in Richland, Iowa. For all of your stock, cargo, utility, flatbed, and horse trailer needs. Family owned for over 40 years. We repair what we sell and don't in our full-time repair shop. And McDonald Boneyard and Auto Recycling in Kyoto. All right, welcome back to Round Guy Radio, and we are uh, talking... uh, State tournament basketball boys uh, uh, side, uh, I guess here for the last time, uh, and we got a guest who has been up there really covering uh, the state tournament for, uh, I believe it's called SB Live. It's uh, Ryan yep. Timmerman. Welcome to the program. Yep, good to be here. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was at the state tournament uh, for uh, Scorebook Live or SBLive.com. Um, uh, it's kind of the short version or whatever, but uh, but yeah, I got to see just uh a bunch of basketball in a short amount of time between the girls and boys state tournaments. And, um, and yeah, we, we just got done watching a, a heck of a finish. Um, you know, there was, there was a few blowouts along the way, but, uh, we just got done watching, uh, central lion fellow Christian that I'm sure we'll talk about, but, uh, heck of a heck of a finish there along with, uh, some other games that we'll touch on and, um, and some, some great individual performances as well. Well, we've had the pleasure of, uh, Following the Pella Christian Lions from about, or I mean, uh, the Pella Christian Eagles from, you know, about midway through the season. And we had Coach uh, Bohr on several times. And again, every time he'd win in the playoffs, he'd call back in. And, uh, uh, man, he just took it right down to the last second. Again, every every game they play uh, uh, this tournament, except for a couple, uh, went right down to the last shot, didn't they? Yeah, for sure. And, uh, I, I just, uh, I can't help but, uh, kind of think about how, um, you, you know, uh, I, I saw Pella Christian, um, three, three times this year, person like, uh, you know, at, there to cover, um, the first two were against, uh, Wilton Beavers team that we've talked about before. And then this third time, um, was, was at state uh, at the state tournament here in their quarterfinal game, watched the semifinal on the stream there. I, uh, came back to the Quad City area um, last night, but uh, um, it, it 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 gets to be that time of year, and and you kind of you kind of love to to see these moments where um, where uh, one of the best players on a team, if not the best player, gets a chance with to have the ball in their hands and a shot at the at the uh, to tie it or lead take the lead or whatever late in the game and. Uh, and for Wilton and Pella Christian, it, it, it did come down to that. What uh, Pella Christian knocked Wilton out in the regional semifinals, and Caden uh, Kirkman from Wilton had a chance to to tie it, I think, late. Um, and then uh, again here with uh, Pella Christian and Central Lion, um, Tyson DeVries, um, just heck of a player. Can't say enough about that kid. But uh, you know, had had a chance to win it with a corner three, and. Um, just rimmed out. Uh, I think uh, there was a little bit of a scramble. There was, you know, it was coming out of a dead ball. I think there was a, foul, a central line foul leading up to that, but there 
was a you know a, an inbound with uh, like ten seconds left or something, and Devries got uh, got the ball with a, a um, corner three, but uh, couldn't convert. But um, but yeah, that's that's about all you can ask for out of a state tournament game is um, just uh, a, a battle that there was um, multiple swings throughout the game. I think both teams held leads of like six or seven points, but not no nothing more than that, no double digit leads. So um just just an all around great game. Yeah. So what was the final score there? Um fifty six to fifty five uh Central Lion won. And it was just um, like you say it was just as back and forth and uh, uh it seemed like uh Pella Christian was down, I don't know, four points with maybe ten seconds left and they still yeah. uh uh, hit a three real quick and then uh, got the ball back somehow and was uh, and uh, they got the shot off, although it was a little awkward situation as they tried to penetrate and the ball got slapped and uh-huh. eventually somebody picked it up and shot it up uh, and it just kind of went in and out. It looked like it could have maybe on the trajectory to go in, but uh, uh, yeah, Pella Christian, boy, I'll tell you what, for going up against the number one team in the state, they weren't intimidated one bit, were they? No, and uh, and they're they're pretty battle tested. That's a good conference they play, and I think uh, that conference, um, Pella Christian, is the only two A school I think in that conference. That's right. And then and then they had they had Norwalk and Newton go to state out of that conference in three uh, A four A, and Indianola won the conference and didn't go to state. So so they had uh, you know about half the conference was uh, state caliber. If you know, if not state championship caliber um, quality basketball, and um, and yeah, so uh, Central Lion and um, Central Lion had uh, Andrew Austin go for twenty. Um, Dane Dane Geetings led uh, Pella Christian with twenty, so um, kind of canceled each other out there a little bit. But uh, but then you had some role players for for Central Lion step up, and Reese Vanderzee he had nineteen. Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, DeVries, we, we talked about a little bit here, but, uh, he had to go out and kind of got banged up there, but I think that's pretty, after watching them play a few times, that's pretty, uh, standard for him. He kind of plays with a little bit of an edge and, you know, a kid like DeVries, you watch him play and you see, uh, you think maybe, uh, he would be so much better or whatever if he was three or four inches taller, but at the same time. If you gave him those inches, I don't know if he'd be the same type of player because he kind of plays with that uh, with that chip on his shoulder, like he's out there trying to prove something to everybody at, at any time or every time, and uh, and so um, it uh, kind of a uh, uh, kind of sucks for him that uh, rimmed out there with the final shot, but um, but just a really really great season for for Pella Christian in both teams. I'm sure Central Lion will go on here. They'll have um, the winner, uh, we're taping this while uh, Roland Story and Western, Western Christian is going on on the other side of that bracket, so we don't know who's uh, in the championship yet, but I'm sure that'll be a great game as well. Well, uh, I call him Tyson. They call me DeBreeze. Uh, <laughs> he keeps, yeah, he, he yeah. keeps rolling down the road, but uh, I, I was concerned he might have got a concussion uh, as he yeah. got headbutted, and uh, it seemed to basically knock him completely out. Uh, uh, and then he had to, it, it took him five, six, maybe seven minutes to seem to recover. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, sometimes it, uh, you know, some sometimes even even if it wasn't a concussion, sometimes it just kind of have to get back in there, and um, and it takes uh, a couple minutes to get um, get reoriented uh, to to the game or back up to speed or whatever, and. And, and you can never really tell um, how much of a difference it makes when I, when I interviewed kids, I asked a few of them. Um, it, it's it's quite a bit of a different uh, uh, arrangement playing at the Wells Fargo Arena. Obviously, that's the goal of every team every season, but but when you get there, it's just such a different atmosphere than any high school just because there's so much more room behind the hoops, all your kind of sight lines are uh are just kind of um uh blown out of proportion to what you're used to in the typical high school gym so um so you you, you never quite know what uh all factors in but um but yeah just uh really gutty effort by by him and and the entire team um just they fell down there uh you know late second quarter early third um kind of looks like central lion was a, a few points away from from really maybe putting it out of reach, but but uh, like like both sides did throughout the game, they just kept fighting back and forth. Well, let me ask you something that I've been kind of wondering about as I've been watching. There's two three point lines on the on that court, you know, and I don't know if yep. one's for girls basketball, one's for boys basketball, or or there's a high school line and a uh, 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 Des Moines Wolves line uh, semi or triple uh, yeah. uh, level what's what are those two lines um there's the high school and then um the boys I, I i forgot to make note i think they played on a different court for the girls or, or they have different courts or maybe just section it out a little bit because it comes in like big planks that are you know big square wooden pieces but uh but so maybe they just swap some parts out. But then there, there's the high school boys line, and then um, I think it would be the the NBA three point line because they they're playing on the Iowa Wolves G League uh, court, um, and uh, and so maybe it's a little confusing if you're if you're just kind of watching. But the the back line is is pretty meaningless. But I, I did ask uh, around a little bit while I was there. And, um, Coaches and kids seem to kind of like it because it, it just it, uh, it it gives them a little better sense of spacing to kind of um, you know they they can just kind of feel it uh, where they are on the court a little bit more whereas where you know the the, the ordinary high school uh, court is pretty messy as well because you got the volleyball lines down and, and all of that it just it just it it gets weird to see a court with two three-point lines but but then you know you maybe take it for granted that these high school uh courts have have lines going every which way as well so so i think maybe it looks a little confusing but it maybe is a little bit cleaner of a court as far as when you're actually playing on it well the coaching staffs were very active in this game and uh uh, it, it didn't take long for Central Line to figure out that uh, uh, they had their hands full, did they? Yeah, um, they. It was just yeah, it was just a, a blow for blow game. Um, uh, you know, uh, Central Line had, had had the size advantage a little bit, but um, but um, 
Pella Christian isn't going to back down from anybody. Uh, Aiden Stoltz made some big shots. Um, uh, uh, Lincoln Vandermolen had a pretty good game. Um, just a lot of a lot of um, quality kids. Josiah Voss um, got in some foul trouble, but uh, but just really great effort by them. Um, and, and Coach Board does a great job um, talking to him, and just couldn't have, couldn't have been um, nicer and everything. The, the couple times I've interviewed him. So just um, really, uh, I'm sure they feel that uh, season ended prematurely, but um, you know, no, no shame in making it to the state semifinals. Well, I'll tell you what, I was look at the end of that game. I was looking at their coaching staff over there, and Coach Boers, you know, you could see sweat dripping off the back. The back of his hair was wet from <laughs> from sweat. His the top of his hair was all messed up, and I was looking down the line and. Even one of his coaches' beard was all out of whack, and, <laughs> and even the bald yeah. guy's hair was uh, all all frizzed out too. I, yeah. I uh, uh, that you know, and I was sitting here just wishing I had some heart pills or something because my heart was about <laughs> to beat out of my chest. Oh yeah. my gosh, this has been one exciting tournament, hasn't it? Yep, for sure. And uh, and you know, the one thing it just kind of popped in my head that uh, um based on what we were talking about with the, the court and kind of DeVries going out and, and taking a little bit to, to get back up to speed or whatever after coming back in is I, I can't emphasize enough how cold it is on that court because because they keep the hockey rink ice underneath the court and just put plywood down <laughs> and then the hardwood court over top of it. So they literally have to keep the, the, you know, the floor level frozen to keep the ice frozen. And so, um, and so even that, if you go out of the game for – for you know three four minutes um and, and it, the more and more nba players all the time you see where the the compression tights or whatever and uh and i i think it, it really is because um there's hockey ice underneath these courts and it, it is it is really really cold uh, on the floor level that that you that, that's not something that you would maybe think about until you're until you're down there but um i, I pack extra sweatshirts and stuff every time i go to Wells Fargo arena because, uh, it, I, it's just so cold on the, on the floor level, ground level there. Ryan Timmerman, this is why we have you on with this kind <laughs> of analysis. Nobody can break it down like you. Uh, and that's what I wanted to, to, to get, uh, convey to our listeners is, is what it's like to be there. What's it feel like to be there? What's it sound like to be there? What's it smell like? What's it taste like at the <laughs> Wells Fargo arena? Uh, and uh, uh, like this Pella Christian crowd, they, they were enormous, weren't they? Yeah, um, it, it, yeah. You, you can it, you can always kind of tell uh, how how important or or, um, or just kind of how serious uh, a community is about supporting their sports teams um, by you know some of these one A two A crowds were every bit as big, if not bigger, than three A four A. And, uh, you know, it, it's just, uh, it's a really cool feeling to kind of walk out, uh, be at the court level and walk out there. And, um, and it, it just, it is a, um, such a big arena, uh, I don't want to say intimidating, but, uh, but just kind of, uh, but, you know, you can't help but to kind of walk out there and, and kind of look around and everything. And, uh, uh you know, just a, r a really cool experience for for everybody involved, I'm sure. And um, 
and and just um, a great operation too by by both the girls association and the, and the boys. Um, just a really um, first class operation as far as you know, uh, giving information to everybody, making it widely available. Um, did a great job making streams available for people to watch and everything. So um, just a, a really well run tournament, and um, it's it's produced some some good games and performances. Well, uh, let's get let, first of all. I just like to thank the the Pella Christian Eagles for a dynamite season, for a thrill a minute, for an amazing tournament, and uh, uh, to, to recap to our listeners, uh, uh, they they played the number one team in the state, and they got off a shot that could have won that game at the end of it. I mean, that's how close this game was, and and. Uh, uh, there was some times in that game where you really thought maybe Pella Christian was definitely going to win the game, you know. So, uh, you got any more to say about this game or, or, or any other recap thing that we could do from this game? Because I, I want to talk to you about this new place you're working in and uh, uh, the other events that you covered there. Um, yeah, I think we, we covered just about all of it. Um, only 16 free throws attempted throughout the whole game for – you know, combined for both teams, that's a little low. Um, but but it just goes to show it was, there. You know, neither team played perfect. There was there was turnovers and stuff. But but you kind of got the feeling that those turnovers were forced because the other team forced them instead of just you know making stupid mistakes or whatever. So um, it wasn't a perfectly played game, but it was just it was a really really well um, played game, hard played game, and just really really fun to watch. Well, uh, first I want this this uh, SB Live. Tell me about that uh, and and the opportunities that they've been giving you, the assignments they've been giving you, and uh, uh, how can people uh, follow this? Uh, is it a website or, or what is it? Yep. And uh, uh, how can people? How can our listeners check out what you're doing over there? Um, yeah, it is. It's a it's a website. Um, Scorebook Live is the is the full name, but then for you know it gets shortened down to SB Live for social media and um, and just kind of to make it simpler for the for the URL or whatever to type in for the computer. Um, it is a nationwide um, thing, um, but like so, you go if you went to the website, you would probably um, be be sent to like the the general national page or whatever. But then there's a drop-down menu with with every with every state uh, in the country. Um, some states have more writers than than others. Um, I think some are are pretty bare bones. They just kind of rely on running the national stuff. So it's fairly new, getting up and running. Um, each individual state is kind of a its own its own uh, thing, like I said. But um, but there is an affiliation with Sports Illustrated um, throughout somewhere in there um uh i'm not exactly sure how that how the the hierarchy or what you know the the machinations as as far as that goes but uh there is the affiliation there um iowa is i think one of the more active um sites uh state sites anyway um they have a few um a few few guys in uh uh, the western side of the state that that are pretty active. Um, Dana Becker, who uh, is at the, also does some stuff at the Fort Dodge Messenger. He does a bunch of wrestling stuff for for SB Live. Um, 
uh, Matthew Putney. I, I can't say enough about his photography. Um, he does the official photography for the for the girls' union in the state, and was also there for the boys' tournament. Um, one of the best photographers in the in the state, uh, if if not country. Um, so they they get his uh, photos. Um, and uh, when I was looking for work here uh, recently, um, they gave me a chance to, to freelance for them a little bit and kind of have uh, free free reign over Eastern Iowa a little bit more. So uh, I could kind of um, cover the same schools that I have been for, for the past four years since I got down here. And, um, uh, and not only do that, but also kind of expand on that um you know the first story i did after starting with them was on um journey houston for for davenport north they made it to state for the girls tournament um for the first time in in years and years i forget exactly how long it's been but um just a really really good opportunity to to kind of um expand my horizons for the for the girls tournament they sent me to the the um quarterfinals for the girls tournament and I, I covered the first 20 games of the girls tournament all right in a row so that was um you know 20 20 games in three days gets to be a lot but uh it's it was really fun to kind of have a, a whole season of basketball here where uh all these players uh for girls and boys um there's just going to be this kind of whole class that go through and will go on to play in college or, or have really good um, remaining uh, prep careers. And I'll get to say that I interviewed them or got to see them at least once or twice throughout their career or whatever. And, uh, and so that's, that's super fun for me to just to be able to get to say that I um, got to watch so much basketball and, and uh, talk to so many kids over the past uh, week or so. Well, uh, uh, you want to give us some of the highlights of the the boys and girls uh, coverage of this this year's state tournament? Um, yeah, just uh, a couple. Uh, at least for my stay was capped off with with a couple really really good games. Um, last night, uh, North Lynn, um, North Lynn won to advance in one uh, A. Um, Brecken Bettenbender hit a game winner with about 30 seconds left. Um, or he yeah, had the, the go ahead basket. Uh, that was the only lead that Northland game. Um, uh, you know, they fell behind double digits uh, throughout most of the game, if not, uh, you know, three, three and a half quarters or whatever trailed or, uh, and then come back and win. They're, uh, Northland's like, 208 and seven going back like the last seven seasons or something been to state championship now um seven seven straight seasons and uh i'm i'm stealing from uh the cedar rapids gazettes uh jeff johnson but uh but you know the this little public school north lynn um just you know kind of uh by itself publicly funded school um can't say enough about the job they're doing there with, with uh, the success of, of that basketball program. You know, you, as much as there's kind of this debate over um, what to do with with the the private schools when they kind of seems like they get moved down or, or maybe play 
sometimes below, in a class uh, below maybe what they should, um, uh, according to some people or whatever. Uh, you know, there's just this this tiny um, publicly funded school in Northland that's just rattling off state championship appearances one after another. Uh, so that that was pretty cool. Um, and, and then you know, just getting to talk to the the Benton Bender kid after he hit it. I asked him if that was the, the biggest shot he's ever hit in his life. And, and just to see the, the look on a kid's face when, when you know, you, you get to ask him something like that. He just started laughing and he said, oh, yeah, by far. And um, uh, and, and then the, the game before that, uh, this uh, Josh Sanderson um, had like had 26 points in the in the end of by the end of the first quarter. Just an awesome performance. He ended with uh, 41. Um, that uh, that came um, in the game before. He was uh, for Grandview Christian. Um, just so, just uh, a, an amazing performance there. I've never never seen a f- first quarter like that. He came in averaging 20 points a game, and uh, and and almost doubled that for the game, or did double that for the game, and beat it in the first quarter alone um he was like nine of 11 shooting in the first quarter by itself so just uh unreal um individual performance there um and then uh and so yeah that was even just just last night but uh a lot of a lot of great performances um and then uh um pleasant valley here in the in the quad cities knocking off uh uh undefeated and top-ranked Cedar Rapids Kennedy. A lot of people were kind of lining this up to uh, be um, Cedar Rapids Kennedy and 4A versus whichever of the Waukee-Waukee Northwest who's going to come out of the other side of that bracket. But PV really spoiled that. So, uh, you know, hats off to to the Spartans there. And their girls team won the state title in 4A. So uh, a lot of, lot of success this winter there at uh, Pleasant Valley. Yeah, it's been a terrific tournament, and and you were there for the, uh, I mean, uh, um, uh, and then Scotty Melvin Tech, he loves that North Lynn team. He texted me; they came back seventeen points and and uh, down and and advanced to the state uh, championship game. Uh, well, uh, gosh, that's a, uh, uh, I guess that that's uh, the end of the road for Round Guy Radio and high school basketball this year. It's been a a oh, bumpy ride. It's been a wild ride, but it's been a fantastic uh, 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 journey, and uh, you were a big part of it. Is there anything else uh, going on that you wanted to talk about? Oh, um, not not off the top of my head. Uh, I think I'm good. Um, it's been been a pleasure. It's uh, uh, um, it's been been a an eventful uh, winter, um, sports-wise, for and professionally for me. But uh, um, yeah, just great way to end it. Um, obviously, boys tournament still still happening as we talk here. But um, but uh, just just uh, really really great um, seasons here between um, you know basketball seasons and, and even kind of the rise of girls wrestling and the state wrestling tournaments there. Um, and uh, getting to see Wilton, the Wilton wrestling team, put in a heck of a season. Um, we've talked about their their teams here quite a bit um, while I've been on, but they just uh, 
they just got done with a, a winter sports season where they had, gosh, probably one of, if not the best boys basketball teams uh, that the school has had and in generations and then uh and then the same goes for for the boys wrestling team and they've they've gotten a ton of steam on the on the girls side for wrestling too so um lots of good stuff there at uh at wilton but um i'm sure they uh boys team maybe wishes they could have been a part of it. and i even i even asked the the Pella christian coach because we were standing there in the in the media room afterwards and, and uh, you know, it was after we were done with our little interview thing there, and I said, "Oh, you know, I I've seen you the couple times you played Wilton and stuff." And and as soon as I said that, he just lit up and and shook his head and he goes, "Yeah, it's a shame we had to play each other um, as early as we did because um, Wilton was a team that had the talent to belong at the state tournament as well." So um, just uh, got to see a lot of a lot of really good basketball this this uh, winter. Well, uh, thanks for being with us. Uh, this brings the uh, uh, high school basketball, the state tournament uh, uh, coverage. We'll uh, have Scotty Melvin on to kind of uh, probably wrap up maybe some of these winners. and uh, um, But we will uh, uh, do a, some uh, award shows. We're going to do some round guy award shows. We're going to have the Henry County uh, all-star team like we did last year. And uh, – Brian, thank you. Uh, you have been a, a pleasure to work with uh, uh, on Round Guy Radio, uh, a tremendous source of knowledge, and thanks for being with us. Yep, yep, no problem. My pleasure. This episode of Round Guy Radio Sports has been brought to you by these great sponsors. Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Wayland State Bank. Over 90 years of being community-minded, just like you, located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. You need a reliable family car for you or your student. Buckwalder Motors in Wellman has your car. Hinshaw Trailer Sales in Richland, Iowa. For all of your stock, cargo, utility, flatbed, and horse trailer needs. Family-owned for over 40 years. We repair what we sell and don't in our full-time repair shop. And McDonald Boneyard and Auto Recycling in Kyoto.